Thank you for downloading this New Zealand Sports Radio show. We have a new way that you can support us. There is a link in the notes down below where you can make a one-off donation to New Zealand Sports Radio. Thank you for support and uh, enjoy the show. Hiring for your small business? If you're not looking for professionals on LinkedIn, you're looking in the wrong place. That's like looking for your car keys in a fish tank. LinkedIn helps you hire professionals you can't find anywhere else, even those who aren't actively searching for a new job but might be open to the perfect role. In a given month, over 70% of LinkedIn users don't even visit other leading job sites. So start looking in the right place. With LinkedIn, you can hire professionals like a professional. Post your free job on linkedin.com slash people today. Ready to pop the question? The jewelers at BlueNile.com have got sparkle down to a science with beautiful lab-grown diamonds worthy of your most brilliant moments. Their lab-grown diamonds are independently graded and guaranteed identical to natural diamonds, and they're ready to ship to your door. Go to BlueNile.com and use promo code LISTEN to get $50 off your purchase of $500 or more. That's code LISTEN at BlueNile.com for $50 off. BlueNile.com, code LISTEN. Hello and welcome to Lockdown Beers here on New Zealand Sport Radio. Hi, I'm Paul and uh, I'm sorry, I'm late. Jeez, I've missed the five o'clock, so I better open the beer now instead. There we go. It's another two-y um, and uh, tomorrow I'll be heading to the um, supermarket to get myself a, a new um, uh, a new a new 12-pack. So uh, thinking, thinking of a pack of Waikato draft, but uh, you let me know what you think I should uh, get hold of. Uh, um Looking at around about the $20 mark for a can of 12, set of 12, remember, I'm not uh, not in there with the big spenders in, in, in beer. Leave the gas in the glass um, and all of that kind of stuff. Uh, just to give you an update as to what, what we're going to be up to, um, this will continue on um, at uh, 5 p.m. every day, except for Friday and Saturday. Friday, I will be on the road at this point. Um, driving to Hamilton to be at the uh, Waikato versus Canterbury at FMG Stadium. Uh, they're allowing me in under level two restrictions. Uh, and also on Saturday, so that's, uh, we'll, we won't be doing this because uh, I would have been down in Tauranga for Bay of Plenty versus Otago in the Farapama Cup. They're going to let me within the Bay of Plenty European Union, let me within their bubble um, for that game as well. So uh, no lockdown beers on Friday and Saturday this week, folks, but every other day as we help the 09 um, get uh, through this uh, Period. Um, and uh, from the 09, we uh, have Stephen. How are you doing, sir? And uh, Stephen's up to his normal tricks of not bothering to turn off mute. I've got to say, it um, doesn't stop everybody else from having a lockdown beer on Friday just because we're not having one. So, man, be our guest if you want to go ahead and have a uh, lockdown beer. Absolutely. We just won't be having a rugby chat for you to join. Uh, don't forget, folks, that I put the link out to join these every single day on Twitter. So if you'd like to come on screen and chat with myself and Stephen and whoever else is joining me, then please feel free to come along. Otherwise, um, through, you can uh, put in live live comments through the live chat on YouTube, Twitter uh, and also Facebook. And we're also putting these out the recordings out as a podcast as well. Just search for New Zealand Sports Radio on your favourite podcatcher. Whew, lots and lots. Um. First name up on uh, the old whiteboard. This uh, I, I do a little whiteboard each day, 
to remind ourselves what uh, what topics there are. We won't get through all of these topics today, folks, because we've got the Driving Mall show this evening at 8 p.m. as well. Um, so we'll save some of them for that. But Paul Tito um, has is the latest signing for uh, the Western Force. Um, Stephen, uh, the, uh, he's going to go over there as their forwards coach. He's currently working. He's currently part of the uh, Wellington Lions setup. Um, not somebody that I know a lot about, but some um, uh, ex-player for um, Taranaki. Uh, also played for the Chiefs and the Hurricanes a bit before heading over to Europe, over to Cardiff, where he played up until 2012. I'm not sure what coaching has been doing since then, but I think they mentioned that he did three years at Taranaki. Um, I don't know if that was as the head coach or not, but um, yeah, they really are beefing up their uh, the back office, aren't they? Gee, for a guy you don't know much about, that was uh, quite the spiel, Paul, I've got to say. Um, yeah, really, really good footballer, New Zealand Māori, really good sort of honest, sort of good provincial uh, type uh, New Zealand footballer, but obviously good good enough to pick up a, a contract in, in Cardiff. He's done, his, he's done, I think, the coaching rounds with, uh, with Taranaki. So, yeah, he'll be a good acquisition to the Western Force. Um. Yep, um, Simon uh, said, yeah, sorry he missed yesterday's show, but uh, yeah, he was watch, keeping up with the um, Rugby World Cup qualifiers on the women's side of things. Um, so um, both um, Ireland uh, and Scotland lost to um, um, lost their games. Ireland lost to Spain. There you go. And Italy um, beat um, Scotland. Look, Spain have got a pretty good women's setup, uh, I've got to say, and really uh, disappointing that they got chucked out of the uh, the women's six nations to allow Italy in. Uh, the reason for that was to align it with the men's six nations, essentially. Um, no, no reason, no other reason than that. Uh, and so the, um, the the Spain got kicked out, even though, as you can see, they've just beaten um, Ireland to to qualify for the, or in their qualifier for the women's rugby world cup. Uh, they also, I think, made it to Rio sevens as well. I mean, they've they've got a real decent setup there for, on the women's side in Spain. Yeah, a lot of a lot of investment has obviously gone into uh, Italian rugby. Obviously, the part of the Six Nations they they see that as probably a, a better investment. Um, you know how I feel about Italian men's rugby, but you know, hopefully, at some stage, and and of course, the women's rugby, hopefully, some stage it's going to grow some fruit because at the moment it's it's like a shoot and it hasn't really grown, shall I say. Yeah, it's kind of sticking out of the ground, but it's yeah, we're waiting for it to, to see what kind of plant it's really going to be. We've seen that, yeah, but we've got this kind of shoot, this this sprout, uh, and we'll see see how it grows. Um, the uh, obviously, hopefully, it grows big and strong is the idea. Uh, but uh, as the uh, RFU said recently, that, that they're hoping other countries will become fully uh, become professional as well. Otherwise, they don't really want to leave everybody else behind. Um, on that one, uh, yeah. So. Um, what I'm probably going to do, just bouncing around a bit here, is try reaching out to the CEO of um, the Western Force. Um, I've just gone blank to his name off the head top of my head. Um, but he's someone that I interviewed when... Tony uh, Lewis. Tony Lewis, thank you for saving me there. Um, someone I interviewed when he was the CEO of uh, um, Tasman Rugby. Um, so, uh, yeah, I think I'd, I'm going to try and reach out to him and see how it's going over there because, I say, clearly he's running a lot of changes at the moment uh, and uh, doing a bit of hiring. Uh, with um, three Kiwis joining him over there just in the last week. So uh, we'll see how he's... Um, uh, so I'll see if I can get an interview with him, folks. Uh, look out for that on the uh, the on, on the channel. Um, the 
um, yes, uh, no, Josh says, yeah, ex, um, ex Otago winger, um, Tony Lewis. Wow. And, um, Good intel, Joshua. Uh, so, yes, yeah, so I'll, I'll whack up the my long talk I did with him uh, where we talked about his playing career, um, amongst other things as well. So, because um, wasn't he a contemporary? I've got, I'm trying to get blank. Oh, no, I, I can either guess here, but I think he's a JK contemporary, which I think was stopped him from getting higher honours. Um, the... Um, uh, if I remember rightly, but I can't. I'd have to go back and listen to that. It's been over a year since I've done done that. Since I did that interview, um, so we'll put that one up back on the socials, folks, for you uh, to uh, to have a listen of. Um, we had a fifty twenty two in the uh, the game at the week in the games at the weekend, um, and I uh, and that was the um, by uh, by by Nick White um, up against uh, for the Wallabies up against uh, the Springboks, and uh, I was quick to say, "Wow, it's our first um test match um 50 22 we've seen uh and um i got rightly corrected in the in 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 the old twitter as you do because apparently there was one during the uh, canada usa game uh that they that they had but um stephen so far not really seen much um much from the uh the, the 50 22 making uh really making any difference and you might want to take yourself off mute again the same not really a Oh, sorry, I got a little bit of noise in the background here, so I've had to sort of mute myself. Um, I was going to say, um, we didn't, I was really surprised the Springboks didn't use it more, given that they're, 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 they have got a kicking game, but they obviously probably felt the aerial route was more the way to, way to go. But, boy, that was a great little 50-20 there by, I think it was Nick, Nick White, might have actually got one in, but it all turned to nout because they didn't end up winning the line out. No, it's, you know what? It's something that teams aren't using, and... If, if it's not being used, why why put it in there? Yeah, absolutely. We've we've been having a bit of a chat. I mean, and, and I guess a um, a bit of a theme that's been going on uh, for a few months now, uh, but it cropped up again in our um, in our Facebook chat group today uh, that we have amongst the the various um, uh, uh, kind of guests I have on on the show, um, and um, about just. Do we need more laws? Do we need more changes? Because uh, I, I, there was, um, oh, I've gone blank as to the um, Barnes, Scott, no, I want to say, oh, anyway, the, the English pundit um, Barnes, um, who uh, takes a lot of flack, but he wrote an article uh, basically saying how, look, look at look at the um, the game that the, uh, that the All Blacks played. We don't need these 12 or any of the other things. Um, and, and then we had Bill Beaumont on the uh, breakdown last night not a show I watch very often, but I, I watched it because he was on there. Um, and Stephen, it's it, it's all about intent, isn't it? At the end of the day, you can make whatever rules you like, but it's it's it comes down to what the coaches and the players want to do. Yeah. Oh, ab- ab- absolutely. What they're doing, they're trying to speed up the game. Just before I, I go down that path, though, um, my Twitter handle is at Stephen73 underscore H, and um, I've popped that article up, and it was written by former English and British Lions first five, um, Stuart Barnes, and it's a very, very good... It's a very, very good piece. Um, well, well worth a read, and um, I think quite thought provoking. You know, at the moment, instead of actually fixing what needs to be fixed, they're adding. You know, let's go and just add another version of of uh, of, of rugby. You know, and primarily, if you look at some of the rules that they've got, it, it basically says to me they want more play and one time want more play, and and basically sort of. Tight action, action within your the eighty minutes. I, I know, 
Bill Beaumont said last night, and he used the analogy of watch, having watched the Wallabies All Blacks game at Eden Park first test, and um, you know, under twelve hours later, watching the British Lions play South Africa, and it was two completely different games played in completely different styles. Now, when you got your your head of world rugby or your chairman of world rugby putting that sort of message out, man, you've got a problem somewhere, and you've obviously got rules that are being injected to speed the game up. Well, I, I don't know if they're not being used. What's the point of them? I The only thing I don't like about the goal line dropout, you know, why should a team that's got a big pack and you can basically grind, get down into the opposition goal line, you go over the line, you are held up over the line, you should be entitled to that five-metre scrum as, as far as I'm concerned. Yeah, and look, it's, 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 it's one of these pieces that that, that that the World Rugby and one of the things that Bill Bounce said, look, everything has to be evidence-based, um, whereas you see a lot of people who uh, will just throw ideas out there and say, oh, this will work, this will work. Um, but he says, look, we have to be evidence-based. We have to, we, we, that's why we trial things. Look, we try not to be a, an oil tanker in taking too long to respond, but we A, we don't want to do things two years out before the Rugby World Cup, and B, we have to be evidence-based. We can't just be going off hunches. Which I think is a, that, which is how a lot of us come up with these new laws. So, for example, I think we should they should reduce the number of um, replacements uh, that, that are allowed joining game because therefore players and the, the idea behind that being that players have to be conditioned to play the full eighty rather than just sixty, uh, which is what we what what we're seeing now amongst props or amongst front rowers and um, some locks as well. Um, so, uh, and therefore you re- reduce the size of the players because they have to be cardiovascular rather than power. And therefore, they have to be able to. Um, therefore, the, the collision should be should be smaller. Um, so, but uh, is there any evidence for that? I don't know. There is actually, to be honest, um, there is no evidence. It's just me thinking that that is what will happen. Uh, and whereas, so uh, yeah, he is right. They have to be evidence based rather than just making things up um, on the fly. Uh, whereas a lot of us, yeah, we we can just throw these out there, and and there isn't. And at the end of the day. If they happen or if they don't happen, there's no comeback on us, is there really? Um, yeah. And they're trying to balance speed of play with player welfare. Uh, yeah. which is one of the problems. And, and 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 I think the cost of putting squads together is 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 front in mind as well. Something else, <clears throat> personally, I would like to see. I'd like to see a situation where you can only carry uh, like leading up to it, leading up to a test, you can only carry X amount of players. I I personally don't know why you need. 30, almost virtually two, virtually two squads. I, you know, for me, I see no reason why you can't just hold the the, the minimum 23, and maybe for those real key positions, um, like like halfback and and hooker, I suppose, um, come to mind, or even maybe maybe prop, maybe just being able to carry an extra three 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 to five players. In, in squads leading up to the training as to carrying so many because I mean to so say that's got a an absolute big cost factor but you know it comes back to what we previously said Paul when your chairman of your game is basically scratching his head and he doesn't quite know what the what the what the silver bullet is you've got a real problem um yeah I mean, Josh you said yeah the, the the World Cup squad used to be only 30 uh, 26 strong now it's out to 32 um, and they're talking about expanding that even further um for for future rugby world cups um i guess some of the things is yeah increased specialization of players uh at the moment let's be honest we now say that that some 
when you would you mean in the back in the you know, the good old days um a lock or a loose row forward would uh would fill in for an injured prop for example and you carry on with normal scrums nowadays you can't do that so um there are some um uh what do you call it there, there are some reasons for it for it expanding uh to be bigger than 26 because you had to have two props or sorry four props and um and uh well you have, well, you have 23 days in a match 23 in a match day squad now that would only be with three spare players with 26 but um I hear what you're saying, uh, and it is, and it, it is again. It's a massive advantage for the tier one teams. Therefore, they won't vote against it, whereas the tier two teams can't afford it. Uh, and that's uh, one of the things we keep hearing about from, um, or we're not keep hearing about. One of the things we have heard about from the Pacific Island teams is again, yeah, that cost around. The bigger and bigger the squads you make, the more and more costs they have to carry, and they just can't afford to do it. Um, and hence, they'll fall further and further back. So, yes, a real shame um, on uh, on on that one. Um, yeah, Bill Bowman clear uh, is was 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 very careful not to openly criticise or openly bash the idea of a uh, of the um, of World Twelves, uh, but also very careful not to endorse it either. And uh, definitely walking a bit of a tightrope there, wasn't he, Stephen? Oh, yeah. I mean, it's, it's, it's you know, there's a lot of people with 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 serious investment here. You know, obviously somebody's stumped up with with some cash to support the likes of. Um, of the uh, two Steves, Steve Henson and Steve Chu, and I see there's uh, apparently an, another Welshman that's in, in play who's got a little bit of money in his pocket as well. And yeah, that's that's kind of what it comes down to, to at the end of the day. But you know, once again, I go back to the article that Stuart Barnes wrote, and he and he just marvelled at how the All Blacks were still able to basically use the whole width of the pitch, the skills, and you know, it does come back down to attitude. At the end of the day, Paul, if you if you're if you're willing to try and try and play some code and develop this code, you know we've seen this with the another example is the Australian team. I think under Checker, I, I always thought they were quite excuse me conservative, but under Rennie, they just look like they've they've now got some players in specific positions and they're backing their skill. Well, yeah, remember. Uh, so one of the things that we, probably about five, five or six years ago, now we were getting to is. Um, we were all really impressed with how the uh, the Lions out of South Africa started Absolutely. playing and how they played a totally different style to the rest of um, South Africa. Uh, and the interesting thing was that all came about after a conversation with Dave Rennie after a uh, the Lions a Lions versus Chiefs game uh, over in over in New Zealand where the, where um, Ackerman thought his one size fits all seemed like a good idea for clothes. Nice dress. Uh, it's a it's a t-shirt. Until you tried it on. Same goes for your healthcare. That's why United Healthcare offers a variety of flexible, budget-friendly coverage for medical, vision, dental, and more. So whether you're between jobs, coming off a parent's plan, or even missed open enrollment, you can find the plan that fits you best. Find out more about United Healthcare coverage at uh1.com. That's uh1.com. Hiring for your small business? If you're not looking for professionals on LinkedIn, you're looking in the wrong place. That's like looking for your car keys in a fish tank. LinkedIn helps you hire professionals you can't find anywhere else, even those who aren't actively searching for a new job but might be open to the perfect role. In a given month, over 70% of LinkedIn users don't even visit other leading job sites. So start looking in the right place. With LinkedIn, you can hire professionals like a professional. Post your free job on linkedin.com people today side have played pretty well but they've been absolutely thumped 
Um, and he was like, well, what's going on here? Uh, and uh, that was one of those light bulb moments that changed things. Yeah. Yep, and under his watch, they, they managed to get to, to two finals, you know, and just unfortunate for them that both those finals happened to be a team called the Crusaders um, on, on the other side of the field. But, you know, boy, they, they played rugby that was really pleasant pleasant on the eye. And I know I think back to that final, especially in, in South Africa, boy, they were coming home like a steam train. And I think they were, they might have even been down a, down a man as well, if I if I recall um, <clears throat> in that particular game. So they can do this. That's, that's the, I, I think that's all rugby supporters are, are really asking for. I mean, it's like, Paul, you, you watched more of that Lions Springbok series than I, and I'm pretty sure when you watch that game at specific times, you probably thought in your own head, oh, gee, there's an opportunity to move the ball. There's some space. But you could see that the fly halves were sitting in the, in the pocket. And even in terms of um, of the British Lions, it wasn't until they actually brought, was it Finn Russell? And for the last, the last test, that, boy, all of a sudden they actually had somebody standing on the advantage line prepared to move the ball as opposed to Dan Bigger who's, who sat in the pocket, like I'm sure, or somebody like Andre Pollard. is a way better player than that. I can recall him two or three years, years ago, you know, being a really good runner at the line. He just seems like he's a shadow of that same player. Crazy. Yeah, you know, Elbis has looked. South Africa hasn't had a chance to work on their attack. It's been almost two years since not playing. Um, yes and no. Uh, the but so I think to, to me, uh, if you look at how the Lions played, and um, to me, look, the Lions were as bad, if not worse, than the than the Springboks in their style of play in that series. So look, as, as a Lions supporter, look, the jersey's there. Um, uh, this, it's, it's, it's not an anti-Springboks um, comment because it's also an anti-Lions comment. It's this: the, the way both sides wanted to play was just uh, mind-numbing. Um, so uh, I think it also comes back to what uh, what, what do again? It's um, the uh, um, oh come uh, Razi's uh, remit is across uh, is as director of rugby for South Africa includes also the. Uh, the ex-Super Rugby franchises are now going to be the United Rugby Championship. Um, and one of the things, uh, with the exception, again, of you know, you're looking at some of the balls, they're playing some nice rugby uh, under Jake White, I think it is. Um, so, now look, they, they, we, we know they've got the players that can do it. Um, it's a matter of, it, it, it's the will, it's the want mm. to do it. Yeah. Um, there oh. on, 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 uh, on, on, on that one, and uh, but as as um, a John, our South African guy in our, in our chat says, look, let's see where they're at after the November uh, games, and yes, we will, we'll, 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 we will see where they're at after that. Um, but um, so far, um, I've not done the um, uh, um, uh, yeah, we'll, 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 I've not seen the 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 the, the will um, to do that. Awesome. Paul, 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 I was going to say, <clears throat> I didn't watch the whole series of the Springboks lines, but what I did notice was basically the number of times that Russi was basically on the paddock. Trainers were on, <clears throat> trainers were on the paddock. Water, <clears throat> water boys and girls were on the paddock. That basically says to me they were micromanaged and micromanaged in such a way to play a specific style. I personally don't think this the Springbok team has it in their MO. I think they will continue with the style. You can't all of a sudden just decide to, to go on a tour and you're going to basically de develop, a, develop a style. Um, even in the situation where they are, where they play the Australians 
on the weekend coming up, I know you don't spend too much time on this, all of a sudden, because they're desperate to win that second test against Australia, they are going to have to throw that same team out on the paddock again. And boy, a week's not enough to change your style. And you're going to have to go out and play that same style, but be a little bit more accurate. The only change I, m- I might see in that side, they'll probably put Mornay Stain on on the bench as a as a goal kicker to finish the game, and that'll that'll pretty much tell me how conservative they are. Um. The um yeah so the we'll we'll, we'll um look we'll 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 see. I I I disagree. When you're on tour, you've got your players with you, um. So you have got more more. You've I mean, one of the problems with of being an international coach is, is the amount of time you have with the players and being on tour is one of the few times you actually have control of the players for a long period of time um so it is one of the times where you can bring new things in and you can start embedding a style so um so i'll, I'll disagree with you on that i think they can change things during a tour uh but it comes down to the want and whether they want to or not um the and when i say that so uh, that the, there is they've got this clash of player welfare versus speeding up the game is that uh, one of the things that does slow the game down is water boys running on all the time. Oh. And this isn't a go just at the, um, at it's just, just in, in, in general, I would, I would say, look, in the old days, you got through a whole, you got through a whole half without having any water and had an orange at half time. So how about no water boys on the pitch apart from after a try um, or uh, would, would be, would, would, would be my one. Um, uh, to, uh, to 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 get to to to, to reduce the stoppages, oh. and again, it's not just uh, before I got got a few a uh, couple of listeners from South Africa. It's not a go at South Africa. It's not just uh, we've seen lots of other games where we've got the referees struggling to tell the water people to get off the pitch. Um, so yes, uh, so we'll we'll see. That that that'll be one of my uh, ones would be to to, to do that um, to do that there. Um, so we'll see. Um, uh, Some actually said he, he liked um, uh, Bill Beaumont um, and saying he knows when to speak. Yes, it, Bill Beaumont. Yeah, d- does take a, does keep a, a relatively low profile in this, um, but I do see him as very much as a uh, old school um, representative. I don't see him as someone who's going to who's really going to grow the game and really going to move things forward. Uh, and expand the game personally. I, um, I just don't see how he can do it in some ways because of um, uh, the, the, the the grip that the the tier one nations have on the on the council. At the end of the day, they he can't do anything without them voting on it. So, um, the other news that's come out today uh, is um, around Farrah Palmer Cup fixtures. So we've got some fixtures up lined up. So. Um, I say I will be at um, the uh, at uh, we'll say Bay of Plenty versus Otago on Saturday um, for that one. Um, they are uh, it's the only Farrah Palmer Cup game this weekend, um, but there are three um, the uh, the following weekend uh, with um, Otago versus Canterbury, Bay of Plenty versus Wellington, um, and Taranaki versus Hawks Bay. All on the Saturday, and then on Sunday, Tasman versus Manawatu. So sorry, there's four games um, next weekend. Um, on uh, uh, in, in, in the in, in the Palmer Cup, um, I'm going to have to see whether uh, whether I can um, uh, somehow bribe my daughters to taking them down to Bay of Plenty versus Wellington if I'm allowed to take them in. Um, on that one, 
Um, and then for the uh, Bunning, the MPC have also announced their games for the uh, follow for, for, for the um, next weekend. So uh, not this weekend, but the weekend after. We've got the Friday night game will be Tasman versus Waikato, which would be an absolute cracker. Waikato really traveling well so far um, this season. Um, then on Saturday, two games, Manor 2 versus Northland and Southland versus Canterbury. And then on Sunday, Wellington versus Hawke's Bay and Bay of Plenty versus Taranaki. Again, there might need to be some uh, negotiations with my uh, with my daughters about dropping them back with my ex-wife uh, to try and get down in time for that Bay of Plenty game um, in uh, uh, in Tauranga, but we'll have to we'll have to wait and see on uh, on those ones, folks. Um, at the weekend, we'll be doing post-match reactions straight after the two uh, rugby championship games, um, as we uh, as we have done again. I'll also put those out as, as a podcast as well. So keep out, keep a lookout for those. Um, I guess the other news that came out today is Frizzell. Simon Frizzell has uh, had the charges dropped against him uh, in this one. Um, uh, what are your feelings on this one as to, uh, it's obviously, his, it should, should he be uh, drafted back into the um, All Black setup straight away? Um should he be? Should should there be um, more punishment? Should there be more retaliation, or, or 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 has he has he already been? Should, should there not be double jeopardy? I mean, what what are your thoughts on the? On oh, the I just situation? I just get to I, for me, Paul. It's just a little bit too soon to start dra- drafting um, uh, Frizzell back back into this all, all black team. He's going to have to man. He's going to have to um, first of all just keep keep his keep his nose very very clean and and just. The only way I see him getting back in this team is just just putting in some really really great performances. The problem that he's the issue that he's got at the moment, the, the position that he was um, <clears throat> trying to cement is now he's left that door open for Kerry Yohani. So I don't think he's he's going to get that jersey back uh, anytime soon. For me, um, I know there was no conviction. Um, a little bit, little bit uncomfortable. At this stage, I suppose it's a very similar situation to uh, Sevu Reese. And uh, but once again, he went away, was just so outstanding for the Crusaders the follow, following year, and then made his way back into the team. At the end of the day, he hasn't been convicted, but it's not a it's not a good look. Yeah, I mean, slightly different. Sevu Reese did uh, the the charges weren't dropped, but. Um... Uh, they, so, so the charge was still there, but they just, just uh, um, gave no conviction or something like that. Sort of like a bit slight. So, technically, from a lawyering point of view, there's a bit of a difference. Uh, but um, the for, for me, I think Shannon Frizzell shouldn't go on the tour. Should be left at home to go through um, whatever counselling or um, or rehabilitation work that he's doing. Um, what I think they should, what I think New Zealand rugby should do, though, uh, which they didn't do with Seven Reese. Uh, I, I I know because of just talking to people who. Uh, were part of the uh, Chiefs and the Waikato setup, um, or the, sorry, the Waikato setup, not Chiefs setup. Um, that, it's, uh, that they helped him through that, and, and there was a whole bunch of counselling for him and his partner uh, who was involved in that one, um, that situation. Uh, but I know none of that came to light, and none that was made public, and so hence he's seen by a whole bunch of people on Twitter as a uh, unrehabilitated person uh, in that uh, in, in, in that situation. Um, so what I hope they do with Frizzell is that they actually let us know what rehabilitation and what he's going through to um, to prove that he has changed. Uh, because because I believe Severis has worked on himself and has changed, but I can't prove that because I, I, they, they won't they, they haven't told us. Um, 
So, uh, so for me, yeah, I think Frizzell, I think they, they, they should be a bit more transparent with that. And I think Frizzell yeah. needs to sort out his off the field pitch, off, off the pitch issues first um, before even considering getting back um, from, from that point of view. Great, great point, Paul, because, uh, you know, that way it, it just keeps everybody informed, all the stakeholders who have an interest in the game, <clears throat> you know, you know exactly what happens. And, you know, it, it, it pretty much, it pretty much shuts, it pretty much shuts everything down. If he is ever selected for the All Blacks, again, everybody knows that he's actually been through, been through a particular process. I know LB is just saying it's a weak new NZ judicial system at, at play. But what I'll say to you, LB, if he wasn't an All Black, the the individual would be going through the same. An unnamed person would be going through exactly the same process. I know there's a lot of people out there who say rug, rugby players get a bit of bit of a free ride. But um, listen, you can talk to anybody in the in the who's in the judiciary process, and they will tell you just about every, every day of the week there is there is somebody going through this particular process. They just don't happen to be a, um, a high pro, high profile individual. Yeah, absolutely. And uh, we've we've seen uh, we've seen people get off, and, and I've I've felt uncomfortable about it because uh, it, it appears wrong. I'll, I'll put, put it this way, this way um, to me. Um, but again, I'm not used to the New Zealand system, and I wasn't aware that. Uh, I mean, apparently, various uh, truck drivers, for example, haven't had their uh, driver's license revoked when they when other people would do because it's required for their job. Um, and so, when we hear those sort of things, well, they got this because it's required for their job. What we don't realise is, or what a lot, so what a lot of us don't realise is that you say it happens to a lot of other people. Now, whether that's whether you count that as being a weak judicial system or a strong one, is your point of view, um, and. Uh, and that's up to you. Um, I feel safe in New Zealand, so um, so it, it feels uh, that I, I don't feel the judicial system is letting out people that endanger me. Um, but then again, uh, maybe that's just I'm walking around and being naive. I don't know. Uh, but um, so yeah, around that sort of things as, as to judgment on the actual on the judicial system, it is what it is. Uh, and as you, you're right, I, I don't think they're getting. I think they're getting treated the same way. Mm. Um, as uh, as the rest of the public, I, I know one of the mottos, and you kind of set yourself up for this. Sometimes, Paul, um, was it uh, Graham Henry who, who coined the phrase um, "better people make better All Blacks"? Well, you know, yep. every now and again, every now and again, one or two are going to get through, and that's the way it is. And it just mirrors life. We we want everybody to be nice, but sometimes <laughs> you, you you never you never quite know. There's a few rebels that get through, unfortunately. Yeah, absolutely. Um, so, uh, so there you go. Those ones. Some of the stuff we're talking about uh, in the Drive More Show this evening, where we've got the Rugby World Cup every two years, apparently, is an option. So we'll have a <laughs> have a chat about that one. Um, I think we'll probably go down the new, need new laws piece um, with a bit more detail um, this evening. I know Bella will be joining me on that one. I know he has very strong views on what the laws of the uh, the game should or shouldn't be. Um, and uh, so yes, and uh, so those those will be key ones. I think we'll also look forward to the Rugby Championship games this coming weekend which is the return of the uh, the games we had this last weekend i'll also give a little bit of a preview of the uh, farrah palmer cup and the bunnings npc um, games as well so that's what you that's what's in line for you at 8 p.m this evening on the driving more show or you can listen to it as a podcast as well folks uh thank you very much thank you to 09 please keep following the uh, the lockdown laws and lockdown rules um and let's get out of this as soon as possible uh we, we i know there's some bad press and uh, uh etc but we do appreciate it outside of New Zealand, sorry, outside of, New Zealand, outside of Auckland, um, the hardship you guys are going through. 
and uh, we're trying to be here for you as we can be. And just and just finally sending some love to those guys over in, in, in South Africa who are tuning into the show. <clears throat> hey, I will gladly eat a whole lot of humble pie <clears throat> if the Springboks completely change their uh, change their uh, game plan. So I'm I'm really looking uh, forward to this because I um you know I think they've got a lot of strike weapons <clears throat> out wide and they don't use them enough. Well, I'll, I'll say straight up that sort of they they're not world champions for nothing. Um, yep. <laughs> and uh, any any All Blacks fans who think that those that those two games are going to be easy um, really are in for a very tough shock um, in two weeks' time because those games are going to be absolute battles and cracking games. I'm really looking forward to them um, in that one. Um, those yeah, they're going to be a, a titanic struggle, uh, and uh, yeah, they're not going to be easy games by any stretch of the imagination. Um, so. Um, thank you, Stephen, for joining me. Thank you, everyone who's joined us in the live chat. Um, and don't forget, oh, also, last thing, you can become a supporter of NZ Sports Radio and help us um, to bring you all this content. Patreon.com forward slash NZ Sport Radio. And uh, have a great day. I'll be back in, uh, yeah, just over a couple of hours. Hi, I'm Daniel, founder of Pretty Litter. Cats and cat owners deserve better than any old-fashioned litter. That's why I teamed up with scientists and veterinarians to create Pretty Litter. Its innovative crystal formula has superior odor control and weighs up to 80% less than clay litter. Pretty Litter even monitors health by changing colors to help detect early signs of potential illness. It's the world's smartest kitty litter. Go to prettylitter.com and use code ACAST for 20% off your first order and a free cat toy. Terms and conditions apply. See site for details. Hey, it's Paige DeSorbo from Giggly Squad. High quality fashion without the price tag. Say hello to Quince. I'm snagging high-end essentials like cozy cashmere sweaters, sleek leather jackets, fine jewelry, and so much more. With Quince being 50 to 80% less than similar brands. And they partner with factories that prioritize safe, ethical, and responsible manufacturing. I love that. Luxury quality within reach. Go to quince.com slash style to get free shipping and 365-day returns on your next order. Quince.com slash style. Mom deserves the best, and there's no better place to shop for Mother's Day than Whole Foods Market. They're your destination for unbeatable savings. From premium gifts to show-stopping flowers and irresistible desserts, start by saving 33% with Prime on all body care and candles. Then get a 15-stem bunch of tulips for just $9.99 each with Prime. Round out Mom's menu with festive rosé, irresistible berry chantilly cake, and more special treats. Come celebrate Mother's Day at Whole Foods Market. 